0: Hi, I'm Natasha and I'm Penny and you're listening to The Wibs, the podcast for women in business. We're here with practical, real advice to help you get ahead at work without the BS. We'll be the work wives you've always
1: wanted. Let's go.
0: Hi, I'm Natasha and I'm Penny and welcome
1: to The Wibs. Today we have a very special guest with us. Penny, do you want to introduce
0: this lovely lady? She's a, a lady that uh, I know and love <laughs> <laughs> and she is Adrienne Demetra Oh! <laughs> wow. How well now <laughs> just for uh, some context. Just for con- some context. How long oh. have you known this lovely lady, yes, Penny? Yes,
2: answer that question, Penny.
0: Forever. No, I've known you now is it nearly been 20 we're years? We're nearly due for our 20-year anniversary. Year anniversary. <laughs> Back tattoos. Yes, we are going to get them. They're going to be beautiful. They'll match the ones on our ankles, but not hmm. drawn by us when we're drunk. Yeah, yeah. exciting. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. I know.
2: Oh, but imagine what they would look like if what? they were <laughs> I don't want
0: to I don't want to choose that in our lives because that could be upsetting for some people like I me mostly mostly Lammy. Yes. really really happy but for me who are you you're Adrienne Dimitra Karkis yes that is your full <laughs> name you are an artist extraordinaire and owner of Atlas A Collective welcome to the podcast thanks
1: for having okay. me guys we're so excited to have you on we uh, we spoke about it briefly at when Penny was doing a panelist and I was like It seems like the most perfect. You are such a boss lady in everything that you do, and it feels so weird because I know you guys have been friends for so long. So to put that kind of eye onto you like that, it's like oh my god, that's my bestie, and it's so nice to be able to bring you on and have you here. And let's get straight into it. Do you want to kind of tell us a bit about your background first, so anyone that doesn't know
2: you can know all about you? Sure. Um, The life story starts here. So I guess getting out, like getting out of. into uni and that sort of thing from Mm -hmm. there (laughs) not from birth (laughs) (laughs) we won't go to (laughs) (laughs) it you can go for it it's fine into this world anyway so i yeah so i went to uni and i um studied communication design or like i actually went to tafe i went to tafe and did that for like three years or something and then i crossed over into the last final year of uni and um wrapped up and wanted to go out into the world and be a graphic designer Which happened probably after maybe like, I don't know, six months to probably a year later. Um, And then found myself in a job in Melbourne because I grew up in Melbourne. So I worked, it was out in Mitcham for like a shoe company. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, I'm gonna try not to say where I work, but if you went on my LinkedIn, you'll know <laughs> exactly where it is. So <laughs> yeah, little Surprise! puzzle for everyone. <laughs> um, yeah, and um, so I was there for for about six months, and I was sort of like, oh, I just, like I was just sort of at that time in my life, just like not, I don't know, just it, the the space was just not where like aligned for me, and yeah. you know, I was like very much like, oh, you know, shit. I'm out of uni. I've got to be here for like one to two years because everyone's asking for one to two years experience when you're straight out of uni. So it's I don't exciting. know where those <laughs> things are going to appear yeah. from, they but they just okay. come out of nowhere. Yeah, yep. yeah, and then um, I ended up <laughs> – my workspace was down in the basement and there was a window that was about like 20 centimetres like up. Like I felt like I was a bit in prison. Mm. And I was just like <laughs> – no, like, I'm stuck just create your own it. little like yeah. gen. <laughs> I <was time>. like <laughs> you weren't allowed to play music. It was just like – I remember just like gently one day having like just the softest music. Oh, wild. And was like, Can you please turn this racket down? And I was like, Please, God, help. I'm going to fucking die here. Um, but anyway, so then I. I was. Your career I, journey so far sounds hysterical. Really horrible. Yeah. <laughs> it really wasn't that bad, but you know. I worked in a surf shop for like five years with some of my, my best friends and just had a ball. And That's then unreal. I remember having the kind of moment going, I want to do this sort of thing. Like, I really want to design like these sort of campaigns or whatever it is um anyway and then I remember I was going to apply for a job down the coast with a surf company and I was like oh I don't have the experience I don't have all that stuff I'm not even going to bother yeah and I previously like a year before that had emailed them and just said hey if you're looking for anyone like I would love to be a part of the team and they were like yeah we'll keep it on file I'm like "Mm." they did (laughs) keep it on file and then they actually approached me and were like, hey, we have a role, like a junior designer role. Do you want to c- come and work awesome. And I was like, fuck, yeah, yeah, I do. You're like, yes, get me out of I prison. Yeah. <laughs> get me down to the <laughs> beach, get out of prison card. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, no, it was, it was just sort of like the, you know, you, you go to uni and you're kind of like, oh, I can't wait to get out into my role and all this sort of thing. And then you get there and you're like, Oh, actually, this is sort of where I want to be or whatever. And you know, you learn. It's a what change. You learn yeah, and you change. Yeah. You don't realise that change is so important. And mine was all probably more of a life path. Like I mm. want I grew up in Melbourne, but I wanted to live by the yeah, beach. I want to, be to be by, the, by the water. Yeah. yeah. Like I was watching Blue Crush every single weekend oh, for, yes. <laughs> <just> Absolutely. <laughs> really into it. And that is who I want to be. Yeah. I yeah. don't want to be, you know, yeah, stuck in Melbourne on a hot day, which is one of my what kryptonites? Which yeah. Penny will know. I'm like, yeah. it's she hard. Really I need to go. <laughs> she really can't <laughs> right sit now. still
0: when the sun is out. When but I think out, yeah. so. You're there, and you're you're having this amazing job. You're working in an industry that you're loving and you're really enjoying. But when do you make the move from being, I guess, working for somebody else to going out on your own and then, I guess, really exploring your art and your own brand?
2: Yeah. So from going down to the beach, I worked um, with for that surf company for five years, and it was I got to travel, I could do all these things. I worked my way up into promotions which was awesome, Um, and to what was almost like my dream job. I was like a senior designer for a surf company, travelling on photo shoots, going to like Tahiti, Maldives, America. Like I was travelling every month for like six months, seven months. So cool. It was amazing. And I was gone for like two weeks or, you know, ten days and I'd come back and I'd be back for two weeks and then I was gone again and it was just – but I loved it, but it kind of started to get maybe a little bit chaotic and – That was like my dream job and I was like this is what I want to do and then at that same time as I was travelling it was sort of speaking to me with sort of how Atlas was, like, you know, the travel element, the sort of like when I went away I took a notebook and I was drawing maps and just taking photos of everything, taking film photos of everything and sort of I started to create, um, you know, my artwork that was getting inspired from doing all these things and and even – for that job it was, you know, we're talking about like, you know, travel and surfing and you're you using the language, you're looking at the imagery, you're talking about it with like-minded people. It kind of married up with what I was doing on the side which was yeah. doing all the drawing and that sort of thing. So I started drawing all these maps and that's just what I love doing and that idea of travel and um, I did like a um, a paid post with a – like a, she's she's Byron influencer. Okay. At the time. What, two thousand seventeen? Three hundred dollars for a post. Oh my goodness. Oh. and that literally set me up for commissions for really? like seven months after that. Well wow. yeah. was she a yeah. big did she have a big following? Yeah. Like okay. and it was probably, you know, the engagement and all that was just better as more authentic and Oh yeah. It was and, a different world back then. Yeah. yeah. So she I sent her a um a map of like I think it was Greece and she got engaged in Milos and that's when I was doing Aww, like all these yeah. maps. So I did a little um thing on there of just where they got engaged and sent it, to, like I asked her if she wanted to, she like, yeah, I'd love that. And she posted that. And like, even for a couple years after people were like, oh, um, I saw this and whatever. Really? And that's like, so powerful. Wow. That's really powerful. So from that, which I think it's a bit different now, it's so oversaturated now. Yeah. But from that, that put me in the fork in the road to choose and go, I want to stay in this role, yeah. which was amazing. But I do feel like I was sort of like, and even just living down the coast in Melbourne, uh, Victoria, I was sort of just ready to do something different and live somewhere warm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And yeah. um, and also like trying to do my art, I just felt like I wanted to sort of, yeah. So I really wanted to move to Byron. Yeah, And I sort of was like, well, I'm just going to go and just take a chance on this art like venture and i've got six seven months worth of work that's pretty good that's a pretty good position to be in like saved a chunk of money from my full-time job and i was like okay if i can reach this amount i'm just gonna go and just and if i come back in six months yeah
1: like i like that i like that way of thinking it's kind of like when the hardest thing for people to do is to take that step and quit but it's kind of like worst case you get a job like you go yeah. back to a job. Like mm. it's not as if there aren't exactly. jobs out there that, that will take you. You're extremely talented. Yeah. But it's like, let's have a crack. And if yeah. it doesn't work, yeah, let's go back to the job. Exactly.
2: There's <laughs> so <is> a job. <laughs> and someone even said to me, they're like, even if you work in a bar, or even if you yeah, work whatever, yeah, yeah, if that helps you do this goal, do it. Like and yeah. you never know where that's going to get. And yeah. that's what I did. I ended up working because I kind of, I was like, I can go back into graphic design, but I, that's going to be demanding again. Mm-hmm. So... Why don't I just get something in town? Like I've moved here, I've met friends, but I want to meet more people. I want to be in town. I don't want to be stuck in my studio. I've just yeah. moved to Byron. Why do I want to be stuck here? Like yeah, yeah, doing all this. I want to kind of mix it up a bit more. So I ended up working at the Atlantic in Byron, which is like a beautiful guest housing um, accommodation. And I met beautiful people. I met Kim, who like is the creative. She's the owner with her husband, and like has this incredible creative vision for the um, Atlantic. And then from being there and talking to her and eventually, like, I got my artwork into the Atlantic, which wow, helped That's part unreal. of the So it's the same thing. It's like you never know yeah, what something that seems like it's like, oh, it's just a part-time job. Yeah, yeah. I also met some really good friends through there that, you know, it's just you never know who you're going to meet and it's sort of yeah, where things yeah. take you and, and who you – End up working with again later down the line. And I think it's about opening
0: that door, right? Yeah. Like, it's, yeah, it's a really good. I think it's a really good example to be able to tell people who are thinking about going out on their own and pursuing a creative career and passion, because you do need to be able to kind of take that leap of faith to be able to say, okay, I'm going to go into this area, this industry, and we don't exactly know how it's going to pan out. And yeah, you know, you get a bit of traction on social mm-hmm. media, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to convert into a career overnight. So I think the fact that you're explaining and talking about this is what I've done in my career. These are the journeys I've taken to be able to kind of get myself and build out my personal brand or where I am today. Anything can be an opportunity if you allow it to be. I think that's, absolutely. That's a really cool like point in your career that I think maybe people don't realize is such a pivotal moment in it. Well, yeah. it would have
1: been scary, I'm sure. It's like I, it's. I always say like it's like closing. It's like when you're in a really in a relationship, right? And you're in a relationship, you know that it's not the right relationship. It's a similar mm. with your career when you're in the spot, you're like. This just isn't right anymore. Until yep. you make that leap and leave the person or leave that environment, you're not opening yourself up to the opportunities. It's until yeah. you walk away from that op- whatever it is that isn't serving you anymore. It's that's when things just – and I know it sounds like so like woo-woo, like I oh, things just come to you. It's not always like that. I get it. But
2: you will open
1: up yourself to more opportunities than yeah. if you are in a place that you're not happy in.
2: Exactly. And and I could have definitely had stayed there and, and like I loved all the people I worked with. I loved travelling and – doing all those things but it as I started to progress into the art I was like I can't actually be away for this amount Mm -hmm. of time and I was doing like crazy long hours yeah yeah and I to the point Penny would know like there I was just like I just need to get through the next couple weeks and just need to get through the next couple weeks and it was like I loved both things but it's like you know if they're dangling (laughs) off a cliff, which one are you gonna choose (laughs) who are you gonna say Ah. Yeah, yeah yeah yeah. yeah 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 which Atlas was always gonna win and I ended up Doing that same sort of situation, not the same situation, but I got a job with another surf company probably during COVID. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I kind of miss marketing. Like my – so I was doing Atlas. So I left, what, 2018? So okay. End of 2018 and about, um what, twenty end of 2021, sort of mid-2021. Yeah. I got a job with another surf company up uh, in Queensland and it they were in Queensland. I was in northern New South Wales, so Borders – um you needed a permit all that stuff it was taking and me COVID two, and everything. yeah through covid so it was taking me two that. hours sometimes two and a half hours to get to work and then i'd be driving back and they were like oh yeah we'd come in for three days a week or f-, you know and then it was gonna as things were opening i was like oh might be four days now or oh whatever. okay so i was there i ended up being there for, five, for f- five months okay and um i like loved all the people there but i ended up it was one of those things again. And I was like, I kind of miss marketing. I kind yeah. of miss like being in the surf industry a little bit and um, working on campaigns and just that bit more of a stable income through like COVID. And Byron was going through all the lockdowns in Sydney and then Queensland, all that. Um, and then I, it got to like the check-in period of that role and I had been staying back at that role and then driving home two hours later and I'm like, what am I doing? Like... I'm spending all my money in petrol getting you know driving for two hours to get here and I was like if I really love the role I'll move yeah I'll move to Queensland and if it's meant if it's the right thing that's what I'll do but then I wanted to do I was just before that happened I booked a Airbnb and I created all this new artwork which is what all the new paintings are and I had this vision I've been sitting through it like sitting on it through COVID, and I was like, I really want to do this. I really believe in it. And I, just as I started, I I don't know if I I think I yeah we went for a walk in the park. me, yeah. me and Penny. <laughs> yeah. And, and the, I, the COVID yeah. was yeah yeah yeah, oh, yeah. so <laughs> illegal. When Penny's <laughs> wedding, I like flew down from Byron oh. into like a lockdown oh, <laughs> nice. for Penny's wedding that couldn't go ahead. Yeah, time, um, yeah. fourth yeah. Fifth <laughs> <or> fourth <laughs> fifth time Num- lucky wasn't number yeah. four or something. Yeah. Um, and good we chat went, though. In yeah, well I'm it in my mind now. Um, and I remember being like, I feel like I'm back in that fork in the road. And I okay. had like a full breakdown and I was like, yeah. I feel like I'm just at this new art that I have, like I believe in, I can see it, I'm creating it, I'm so excited for it. It's just within my reach. But then there's something else that I really want to. And I was like, because oh, it was more than just a job. It yeah. was like I, this particular brand, I really admired their campaigns and I was like, I think it'd be cool to work for and you know, learn so many more things again. And it was almost probably a thing, a little bit of that safety net too. Oh, so yeah. Getting, yeah. Our yeah. thing didn't work out, but, you know, I could probably do this and it'd still be an amazing role. Yeah. Yeah. And then so when it sort of, yeah, it came to the check-in period of like the end of that year and I was just I was doing all this other freelance stuff and trying to wrap it up and it's just so hard with freelance to, to do that because things can get strung out. And I was just, yeah, working so much and then my, lo- my work-life balance was just all over the place and I was sort of thought to myself, I'm like, if you got to drop one, mm-hmm. which one are you going to choose? Is it going to be Atlas or is it going to be this business? And I was like, well, Atlas is going to win every single time and it, at this point in my life anyway, like who knows, things can change in the future. But I'm like, I'm so close to this and it kicked me, like I, it kicked, myself, <laughs> I kicked myself in my ass, like – we wind yeah. up me to go and go for it go harder ever yeah. before with atlas and your artwork and your painting and everything and make the choice mm-hmm. and do it better than you thought you ever could just try and go like as gung-ho as you can on that yeah because you can't do both yeah. anymore and i tried to talk to the business and I'm like could i do freelance could i do this and now it's it's one of those roles like your role you're either all in or you're out yeah which is so fair which is fair on both sides 100 percent. and i feel like i definitely had to go in to do that because there was so many things that i need to go back and just it's like a little you could do this but you're just about to go down this road just kick the, just kick it a little bit further mm. and you'll get there yeah which i'm so glad i did because that's it was it was funny like even just in the role like i remember being like just things weren't working out like everything was just that little bit harder like it was just sort of, and it's probably because my head wasn't 100% in it. because yeah, I still yeah. had a whole nother business that I was taking care of on the side. Yeah. And I just knew that I wasn't going to be able to do these paintings living this life that I currently was, which was commuting for two hours there and then Far for an hour, like an hour mm. back.
0: I think that's really so, – it's a cool that you're talking about this though because I do think especially when people are looking to start their own business, the idea and the appeal of the safety net is such a thing that we, uh, yeah, we think absolutely. about. And it's, it is a real thing because you're like, yes, I want to start my own business. And whether it's in the creative industry or otherwise, there is that element of like the cushioning around you before you take that leap into what you can build out your life to be and your career to be. Yeah. And I think that by doing that – I think it's great to be able to talk about it because you show people that it's not always linear in terms of how you go in and out of your career in life. Like sometimes you might want to dip back in and see if a nine to five, I guess, more traditional career is correct for you or if and if you can balance that with a freelance lifestyle or if you know that this is what your passion is, this is where you want to be and this is how you want to build out your career. Because Mm -hmm. I think that People think that freelancing, it sounds amazing or having your own (laughs) business sounds fantastic, being your own boss sounds Mm -hmm. fantastic in the moment. But then when you get there, you realise the challenges, I guess the level of demand that you have to place on yourself to be able to get things done, how are you motivated, everything to do with that. And I think that you kind of went the other way once you started working for another person again to realise, no, actually, this is the direction I need to go in. This is what I want to do.
2: And I had something there like I had this vision that I was like I think this is going to be really good mm-hmm. I I'm so close do I pull it tighter or do I let it am I happy to let it go for another six months yeah. to a year and I just was like no you've already been sitting on it for a couple of years with this idea you've done like I booked the ABME I did three artworks out of that that I was like you know what which it's was time. the Rio Sun the the mangoes and then I think I did the Tulum one which I actually <laughs> haven't released but it was that process of Yeah, doing that. And then the reason I also think that happened is like I ended up earning a good bit of cash for that, which I was, you know, working two jobs and then save that money. And then the next following year, I one day there was like an art residency that I was been following in Greece. And I got an email saying early bird like thing for June. I was like, I'm just going to apply and see what happens. And I applied and like that was at 9 a.m. and then at 4 p.m., like congratulations you're in i was like
0: oh <laughs> that's what a that's a awesome Bad sign that you need well, to go and do like, this
2: oh <laughs> like i'm i'm not gonna go to greece yeah <laughs> yeah you're like oh it's <laughs> okay. just a nice Oops. idea <laughs> yeah. i just wanted you to notice yeah. me <laughs> <Like>, yeah <laughs> but now you've really yeah. noticed me so i was like oh okay am I going to do this? And I, my head was spinning. I just got up at like, you know, that thing where you get a text and you just like throw them. Throw them. I got up out of my chair and I was like, I need to take a walk. Yeah. And I just, it's I too much. Like, am I going to do this? Like, you know, and it's just also at that particular time, all the stuff, you know, the, the war and the Ukraine was kicking off and all that sort of thing. You were about to go to Greece on your honeymoon soon to be crashed by me yeah. for a couple of days but <laughs> <laughs> yeah but I was sort of like is this the right time should I be doing this I don't know and I remember talking to you and it's like you are so silly if you don't go yeah. because how many how many opportunities do you get like this and I always one of my things on my bucket list was to do an art residency in Greece so mm. dad's Greek have that connection back to yeah. the motherland but um yeah and I just was like this it's cheap like it's cheaper to go in june like it's you can go and do that and come back and my goal was to do a um exhibition so i want to do an exhibition that that year so anyway i went and i was like well there's a few friends going i'm just going to make a bit of a holiday out of it and then also go and do something that's will be incredible and i think it was mostly because it at the um residency it was all about just inspiration and you know going and meeting people you never know who you're gonna meet and it was just amazing like we went to Idra this little island about an hour south of Athens and it was the Jeff Koons opening of the Apollo the big sun on the side of the cliff and it was like all the Greek glitter art in. I'm yeah. like, what? Yeah, I've made it.
1: <laughs> in Greece. I know, I gonna know. going to be a Neos Cosmos yeah, was over here. I at the back like
2: <laughs> eating all the urals <laughs> in the port. I'm yeah. like, oh, I better go check out the art gallery. But it was amazing just yeah. to be seeing, you know, and overseas and, you know, you haven't travelled for so long through yeah. COVID and all that sort of stuff. It was like, I think that was the main thing I was nervous about. I was like, this was the start of 2021. I was like, oh, like still you're a like bit ed, like on edge yeah. like you don't really know what life is going to be like yeah in and then you get over there and you're catching all the fairies and you're like there is no <laughs> <Yes. Greg's laughs> really no, don't, don't care,
0: I, <laughs> but i think it's like you took a risk as well like you know you, you're you were fully in your own business at that point you've yeah. been working just for yourself and i think the idea of i think the idea it, it comes back to the idea of when do you know how to to put yourself first and put the dreams and the goals there as the priority versus the, okay, well, how am I going to make income and yeah. do I know how the next couple of months are going to pan out? And as a result of it, you got an amazing opportunity with a, a local – i will not like a local gallery but also a local juggernaut in terms of art and, yeah. and that platform, invented and Invented. Do you want yeah. to talk about that a little bit? Yeah. So, so from, exciting.
2: So from the residency, it was – and this is why – like this is for a whole nother time, but the manifesting thing is crazy. So, at this art residency, on my at home and my studio, my goals was like this, this, and this, and it was Fenton Fenton representation, and that was actually like two years ago. And I was like, I eventually, I want that to happen. Earlier in that year of twenty twenty two, was that was that last year? Yeah. Yes, I think yeah. it was last year. Yeah, don't worry. Like, <laughs> I um, have to I, think about it. Yeah, <laughs> a lot. <laughs> exactly i applied um for their like rising stars um you know yeah their program new artists yeah exactly so i applied for that and didn't didn't get it and i was like oh damn anyway moving along after i did the residency i had an idea of all the things i wanted to do i cemented on that residency like all the girls that I met I'm still friends with I'm going to catch up with them this year in Europe. That's so nice. And they're just the best and we were doing this sort of exercise where we're just holding space for each other and what we want and I'm like I want to have a gallery approach me or you know get back to me and just be like we want to support your vision. Literally that afternoon because I applied for the Brunswick Street Gallery um, spot I got an email back and it was like you have got this spot and I was like oh my god it's worked anyway and I had an idea and that's when I was like I want to have the row, like a wall of suns and just all the different things and that's what I did at that exhibition um and from that because sometimes I think it's like you're like oh why am I why am I not getting the opportunities when I've got all this and this but sometimes like even for me and even social media you put out a few things and people aren't seeing it all the time but I had all this in my mind of like what I could see and what I want to do. I'm like, I need to put it out there. So every step out of my brain and put it on the walls and people can see, wow, that's what you're capable of. Yeah. And that's what your vision is. That's, it's coming to life because I'm I'm a very imaginative person and I'm a very like, I see it in my head and I'm like, yeah, I can see it. How do do I bring it it to the,
1: I think one of the best things that you said and one of the biggest takeaways, I think everyone can take away from what you've said is, Goals, like you keep talking about goals, you keep going yeah. back to goals. I think the clarity that you had of, of your goals is something that is like incredible because I think one thing that you've stayed true to it's like when anything, whether you've got decisions to make, forks in the road, whatever's happening coming on your way, whenever you've thought about you're like, okay, but wait a minute, let's go back. Yeah. What do I want? I want lifestyle. I want this. I want this. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to do this, and you've made that really clear so that it helps all these decision making. Decision making is so hard, but you've kind of taken out that hard barrier because you've made it quite clinical and you're like, no, this is what I really want. These are my goals. I really believe in this. Are these aligning with it? No. Okay. Well then I have to go with this one.
2: Yeah. And I think if you're a person that wants to work on something on the side or whatever it is, if you're, if you love it enough to work on it after hours, it's your baby. You're going to be looking after it late at night, doing those emails, research. And at some point you're like, oh, I can't be after doing that or whatever, but there's some parts where you're like, I can't wait to get in. Oh, I want to do that. I want to do that. Oh, shit, I should go to bed. It's like 12 yeah, o'clock. Yeah, but, yeah. And it's it's finding that balance. But if you kind of – and that's why I think the whole freelance thing is so interesting because it can look really like, oh, you can do whatever you want or you make your own time. And that absolutely is true. Yeah. But it can go the other way too and you're like, I can't do that because I've got a client doing this and I really like – It can
1: look glamorous but the other side of it is like – your, like I, it was yesterday. I picked up a phone call when I was at the gym, and someone said to me, "Like, oh, you're lucky. It's like at 10 a.m. and you're at the gym on a Tuesday, whatever it was." And I was like, "I was like, yeah, but I was also on calls until 10:30 last night. So yeah, lucky, but I'm like, it's somewhere. like I get where you're coming from, but yeah. the life Your of freelancer, yeah, it's, it's like you're still gonna do the work, you still gotta do the hours, um, mm-hmm. regardless of what you do. Even if you know you see online what you said before about like social media, you see online some people like three hour work week. All I have to do is. Do like two yeah. hours a day and I'm yeah. like And then they jump out like a
2: parachute out of the plane you're like cool man like, I want to do that's that. That's awesome. But like
1: it's just like the reality of it is especially when you're building a business and regardless of the business, yeah. like our businesses are very different, but when you're building a business, you don't have the luxury of that. You've got to really just grind and yeah. you've got to go back to what you love. You're right. If you're not if you're not thinking about it before you go to bed in an exciting way, not in an anxious way, you know, like a oh this would be cool. This would be cool. Yeah, oh, like this would be cool. Possibilities like, of all yeah. that.
2: And I think it's sometimes it might need to take a little bit of a backseat to yeah. you know oh i need to work and do this for a bit of extra income until i can afford to do that or maybe yeah. i can't like i'm a perfectionist so it's it can be really challenging in some ways i'm like i want to do it that exactly how i want to do it and it's like well hold on if you want to like doing it a little bit dialed down yeah. it's still better than not doing it at all mm. so Done which is i've learned from my friends yeah, yeah yeah that's the one <laughs> please please stop yeah. and let it go so then that's when the fench and thing so in terms of putting out the creative vision for one exhibition, which was Brunswick Street Gallery has like a lot of emerging, emerging artists. Yeah. So I'd done that. I'd done the paid posts and I just went, I'm just going to smash this across everyone's feed. Put paid posts on there. Fenton Fenton saw it and they got in contact with me. And then they were like, we love what you've done, blah, oh blah, blah. And then they were like, let's do an exhibition for them. And I'm like, cool. We'll oh. <laughs> just keep working it." Yeah. And it was amazing. <laughs> and I loved doing that and that's... I thrive in chaos. Yes. Like, yeah. Kate always says that to me. Um, but sometimes it's like if you've got ideas and you're building momentum, just let just them go. for it. it. Keep yeah. going. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then take a break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can crash a yeah. bird
0: afterwards. But <laughs> you do thrive in chaos. So I think aside from living chaotically, you're a freelancer and you're an artist. What Do you have any advice for other people who are looking to be in a freelance space or own their own business or anything like that, like how people can progress in this area? Do you have any advice for that? I think
2: especially like creatively, create what you want and what the vision you have and even if you're doing a little bit every day or you set aside a day, however, make like in whatever way makes you work best, I would do that because it's the same as what I said before, you know, even a little, even if you're not doing it the totally, the 100%, do it the 90 or the 80, Mm. which goes against my being to say but it, it is true because then you can always do it again better and then the more you're doing, the better you're getting. Because sometimes I'm like, oh, I just want to do all my sketches perfectly before I get it on the canvas because, you know, I want to make sure. And that's the beauty of how my artwork has changed. I used to do very precise, minimal, um, fine lines, you know, maps with every location has to be accurate And so much like research into it, which I love that. I loved looking into all these different places and the spelling of all the places and all that. But if I stuffed it up, start again. Yeah. While with the canvases, it's so much looser. It's so much – it's actually more how I am as Mm. well because I'm a pretty fly-by-the-seat-of-my-pants kind of person. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But it also was good for me as a perfectionist to go just put the paint on the canvas and just have fun. Go. Go in with the plan of what you think, but if it's not perfect, that's kind of the beauty of what it is as well. Like, yeah. it's part of the inspiration because the inspiration is, you know, those old murals when you're traveling and they're kind of. Oh, they're yeah. you know, gorgeous. are definitely going to be yeah. in the world. <laughs> yeah. and you're like, okay, sure. <laughs> yeah. Or it's half worn off or, you know, something's not quite right. Like, that's all that is part of the beauty and that's what yeah. I wanted this to be. But in terms of, yeah, so for the advice for people, just do a little bit. Keep, like, in terms of. Keep the momentum because it's it's hard, like and I'm not great at this, like you, you go super hard and then you burn out and everything, mm. but a little bit as every day or every couple of days, and like even if you're just starting a, something with your references or whatever, it's better than not doing it. And then work, even if you need to have something on the side, whether it is you're at a bar or whatever it is, as long as it's helping support your other. Yeah. Dream, which if you're like, this is going to go somewhere, then do it. Yeah. That's a a really good piece.
1: Yeah. It's a really good piece of advice. I was listening to a podcast yesterday about that and it was like um, talking about, you know, when's the right time to leave your job? essentially yeah. that was the whole that was the That's whole so basis of it and i was like this is so interesting i probably should have listened to this before i left my job but it is yeah. it's like but it was really interesting because what it what i kind of spoke about was um the main thing is just you can, do, can take do calculated risks yes. so like, leaving your job is always going to be a risk regardless of whether you've gone into a new job or not, like it's always going to be a risk. But it was just about calculating your risk so that you're not distracted when you're going into this new role. So, for example, in your example, it's like have that cash built up so that maybe potentially from a bar job or something that might not necessarily need to use like that mental capacity that you need for that mm. particular role. Like if it's something yeah. that's more hands-based, hands it's like, okay, cool, I'm not having to use that part of my brain so I can exactly. kind of relax it, save it for when I get home. But then you've got that cash because the worst thing that you can do or one of the bad things you can do is when you do leave it then you're like stressed about money. So it's yeah. like, oh, no, I don't have money. Now what? Because then you don't have that creative freedom. You're too busy trying to like get those quick wins and get those quick cash exactly. jobs, and which that's, isn't yeah. what you did. You did the opposite. You're like, nah, I've got to find both. I've got to yeah. find a way to be relaxed during this. And
2: that's exactly right. It's the calculated risk. It's like, okay, because I knew probably six months before I was like, or maybe three or four months, I was probably going to leave. And okay. I was sort of like I could stay and I'm like but I, I'm getting drawn. And I was in a position – like this is when I was living in Victoria. I was in a position where I was like I've got, you know, six months' worth of work. That's an awesome spot to be in. So honour it and do it. Yeah. Otherwise you're just going to lose these jobs. And, yeah, it's – I sort of saved and I had that in mind. And I'm like I want to have this amount or, you know, just – I. Do it until you know work until you can't. You don't physically have the time anymore because yeah. the other thing that you're doing is growing, 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 growing. Yeah. Because if it's not quite, you know, you don't want to take the cake out before it's ready. yet yeah, that's okay. the thing. <laughs> people do like fun little analogy
1: you know, like, that. like off we go. But it's gonna kind of like oh, and then you're like oh wait a minute. Like that's that's yeah. a thing. You just want to make sure you can do both. And that was the really interesting thing that I learned from that. And what you're saying kind of cements that. It's kind of like it doesn't have to be an all or nothing. You can do both. You can work on your side hustle if that's something that you're really passionate about as well um, on the side. so many
2: people are doing that now as well. So many – like even when I went for that interview like what in 2021 they're like do you have a side hustle? oh really like in the thing yeah people, people interview do genuinely know. want to know like, as well do i say yes no no i don't know it would be a good Take thing i don't mean, like, yeah. 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 right know i hate no. art um
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah no I, I feel like people are more encouraging of it these days because i think a lot of the time sometimes side hustles like you know there's people that have hobbies i know this hobbies a thing yeah, I, don't like, I, I don't have a hobby i don't, I don't even hobby. think i have a hobby <laughs> i think side hustles are in that sense a bit of a hobby and you yeah. turn that into like something that you really enjoy doing and it's something that kind of takes your brain away from the day a little bit
2: yeah and it's like can be a creative outlet and I think sometimes that's that's the interesting thing with the side hustle thing because you and I remember seeing this on a gallery like a Q&A that they'd done with this New York gallery and it was saying how um often you know because they were like oh someone wrote in and said oh do you take full-time artists or people that do it on the side and they said we take both like often people that do it on the side they're doing exactly they're painting in their own time they're creating what they love and it's not for the money so they're not being swayed and it's obviously not to say all full-time artists are doing it for money that there's everyone's doing it for whatever purpose they want and Mm. there's Amazing artist, obviously, full time. But it's just an interesting one because I was like, yeah, it gets to a point maybe when you're kind of like as a side hustle, you can do that and you can sit in that space of going, yep, I'm, I've am i got my bread and butter, but this is my creative outlet that I get to choose the jobs I want yeah, or the, whatever I want to create without potentially diluting it down to fit in a box to make quick cash or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, no,
1: no, I understand. It kind of, that's kind of the whips was born to yeah. an extent. Like it was when Penn and I were probably feeling the most like overwhelmed work-wise and just feeling a bit like, oh, okay, things are happening. We can't control it. What do we do? And then we're like, okay, well, what do we like doing?
0: Yeah. And it's chatting ch- and, and <laughs> talking,
1: talking and being able to yeah. chat to beautiful people like yourself and just hear yeah. stories. And I think you hear, you learn so much from other people's stories. And I think it's, we don't really ever realize just how much we've done until you kind of say it out loud and you're like "Well, that's my story like I did all that so it's so nice to have you here and for you to be able to say all of that because I think that putting it all into like one chunk it's like whoa you've done so much like you've done so much and she's flipped and flopped around a little bit <laughs>
2: <laughs> but it's also yeah I mean some people they go out and they do it they nail it all in the first go or they have their failures or whatever it is and um or you know I think it's it's yeah, things happen in different ways and different timelines for everyone. Someone yeah. might, and even for myself, I got a graphic design job pretty much straight away. Like some friends didn't do it as much. And I was like, wow, I feel really lucky. Yeah. Then later, I was like, oh, I'm getting out now. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah and yeah. doing this. Yeah. And even that was hard, you know, that same thing with that freelance, you know, ebb and flow of money through COVID and all those things that are so testing to yeah. a freelancer yeah. and everyone, of course. But, um, you know, and then some people might take a little bit longer and then they go, yep, I've got the job that I'm going to be in from this age on and it's it, there's just no perfect time. No, no, it's whatever's yeah. good for you and comes up in your life anyway. So
1: It's like you wish you could just give your like 18-year-old self a hug and be like, yeah. it's actually going to be okay, don't stress. Like yeah. it's
2: actually going to be fine.
1: Don't stress, don't put all this pressure on yourself. Like what you said before about how you went into TAFE and into uni, I remember like... When it was like exam time and I was so stressed about like my ATAR score, and I was like, oh my God, what if yeah. I if I don't get into uni, I'm not gonna get a job? And it's like, what am I doing with my degree right now? Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. absolutely nothing. <laughs> you do it podcast. Do it podcast. It. But, yeah. but it, it, and that's similar to what you said before. It's like, yes, you might not have got into that uni thing that you wanted straight away, but you found a way to do it, and who mm. cares? You're, yeah. where, you're where you are now because of what you've done anyway. So yeah. it doesn't really matter the journey, it's just the end result exactly
0: speaking of your 18 year old self i think that if you had to kind of summarize it or give one piece of advice to little little junior adrienne (laughs) out in the world sort of thinking about what she wanted to do and or anyone who's i guess at that
2: point in their career what advice would you give oh um 18 year old dimmy or person um (laughs) i think don't be too hard on yourself and just keep going and i think one of the things that I've probably learnt, especially being do, being an artist and having like I've been just emailing, blasting so many galleries because I want to do an exhibition at the end of the year or in the new year and I've just been like, yep, I want to do it. So I've just been going hammer and tongue yeah. emailing <laughs> everyone and some galleries go, hey, um, we do more landscape so you're probably not the best fit for us but good luck and I think as you get on you go, oh, yeah, cool or some people might not reply to you and you go, that's okay because I think one of the biggest things that I've learned is if it doesn't happen at a particular time, it's not the right, maybe not the right time, but doesn't mean it's not the right time later. And that's why I think with the Fenton Fenton thing was interesting because it was a 10 month delay, you know, period of when I applied, I didn't get it, but then I got something even better than I thought I could get 10 months later because I went and I really had to do all the things and want it and grow and whatever it is. Trust the process. Yeah. Trust the process and, don't be afraid to introduce yourself. Build the confidence up in yourself. Go and say hi to people. Go and introduce yourself. If you, if you want to be an artist, go to galleries and go, hey, can you tell me about this artwork? I really want to do this. What do I have to do to, to get in here? Yeah, yeah. And I think it's – I used to feel so stupid for going in, <laughs> into a gallery and introducing myself and feeling so nervous, but they're so appreciative. Or it, They might not be. You might go into someone and they're – and you go, that's okay. It's not the right It's fit. not my vibe. Yeah, 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 it's not the right yeah, fit. And yeah. my art is going to do better with someone who goes, I fucking love this. Yeah. yeah, And that's what actually what a psychic said to me. She's like, you're going to either good art, either pisses people or, you know, they don't like it and they think this is crap or they love it. Yeah. Yeah. And I kind of was like, that's really interesting because I think as a creative person, you want everyone to like your things. Yeah. But if you stay kind of authentic to you and what you want to create, then... Who cares? What? Yeah. yeah. And not everyone's going to like it. Yeah, and that's true. live. And I'd rather yeah. find the niche that love it. Than yeah, go, yeah. Oh yeah. It's kind of cool. Like more people going, Oh yeah. Cool. Yeah. You can't be all things rather, to all people. Exactly. Literally. 100 like.
0: So. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. So
2: what, so <laughs>
1: final question, what is on the horizon? What, what have you, what's coming up? What's on the horizon? So
2: in two weeks time, I'm going to Europe. Ooh, so I'm going to be, Floundering around with Penny in Sardinia for oh, a, a week. So um, jealous. And her husband, of course. <laughs> but, oh, you know, the three of us. Yeah. Um no, I've, so I'm going to Europe. I'm gonna take a little bit of time off. I really want to explore and we're yeah, I'm going to meet up with other friends and everything and um travel and I there's an art fair over there that I want to go and visit. So I'm kind of just want to reconnect the inspiration and all that. Um, and then I'm going to be launching the next batch of silk scarves and sarongs. So I'm going to shoot that in Europe and then, yeah, it'll all sort of come together. And then there's a collab that will launch with a clothing apparel later this year. So This is so exciting. I can't wait.
1: We're (laughs) going to put... All your details um in show notes, links, yeah. Instagram, everywhere in life. You guys have to see these. Like they are absolutely stunning. I remember when I think the first time I'd seen it was when you went to up for your honeymoon and you were wearing this rock. And I was like, what is that beautiful thing <laughs> that you have? on your like, like, art. It was incredible. And then you told me, I was like, no way did you do that. And I couldn't believe it. And then I just went to this like wormhole of just stalking everything that you do. And I was like, <laughs> This is incredible.
0: Um, it was so so stalk nice away.
1: Yeah, it was really, really lovely. So yeah, everyone stalk, please. Yeah. <laughs> so
0: we will pop all of the links in our show. Notes and uh, if you go to my Instagram, it's basically like an Adrian yeah. <laughs> dedication page, <laughs> literally, it's that the Webs and Mac Mortgages. Shout out to those yeah. three, and then this is my life now. Um, but thank you so much for being on today. we always gonna love having you here. We knew this was gonna be great, and um, we manifested this, we manifested yeah, it. We're like we will put it on your it. vision board. I'll <laughs> you were
1: on our vision board, we just made like <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much. Um, thank you, everyone, for listening. We're going to have heaps of more guests coming on the show, which is really, really exciting. It's um, something that we've been wanting to do for a while, but we just needed the right space. and. Thank you to this is a studio for providing yes. that. I know yeah, because we amazing. couldn't
0: bring them into our, our little a little hot box a little hot box dungeon recording studio. But now we want to go to that one. <laughs> I don't know I if you do don't. No, no you don't. <laughs> <laughs> your know, you do. oh, you yeah, upper lip sweat on camera yeah. is not a <laughs> great one. Oh yeah, maybe me. just put the Vaseline <laughs> sheen <laughs> over That's the good. top. <laughs> yeah. Getting really weird in here yeah. now. Yeah. But thank you so much for being on today. And we will be in your ears again next week with another fantastic episode. But until then, then go check out Atlasa Collective. We'll be uh, putting the links uh, on our show notes. Thank you
1: so much for listening. Please rate and subscribe and we shall see you next week. Bye. Bye.